Can you hear me? Yep. <laughs> I think I need another earphone because I'm hearing this tapping noise in my ear. Are you hearing that? No. Okay. We're not recording on. Oh, we definitely are. <laughs> Hey girl, hey. Hey boo. How are you? I am good. Just got finished doing some school work. Yes. How about you? I'm good. Um, yeah. Um, I didn't do much today. I didn't go into work. Oh, why not? I, I think you know why. We had a marathon oh, drinking yeah, session yeah. all three days in a row. Well, no, you did. I had three days in a row. I am too. <laughs> yeah. Somebody told me that I could, some reason, drink like I was in college again. And yeah, when Monday came around, I was like, nah. I literally took my daughter to school, took my son to my parents' house, and I came home to a quiet home. Excuse me. I'm all shit. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> we just started, too. <laughs> but that about it. That's all I got into. I was really productive at work today. I got a lot of shit done. I felt like a worker. Like, oh, check you out. I think it's because I have on a little pantsuit thing. Like, oh, I look geez. fancy. No, because at my job, you could wear, I mean, I feel like you could wear anything. Honestly, I saw a bitch in shorts this summer. So, oh, true. Yeah, I just felt like she could wear shorts. And I do. He'd be wearing flip flops, the little thong, Jesus sandals with his ugly toes out. <laughs> Child, so I don't be caring. I had on my pantsuit, so you was feeling real bossy, you know, boss-ish. I miss <laughs> dressing up for work. Yeah, um, I'm good on that. That's because you haven't done it in a while. Yeah, and I don't want to go back to it. Yeah. I'm straight on that. What did you do this weekend besides drink? Um, my little boo thing, my um godson, my best friend's son turned two, so we had a birthday, or we didn't have the birthday party, but we attended the birthday party. That was super cute. Um, I hung out with you, yeah. Bay, <laughs> and we drank our lives away. Um, I yeah. think we could have done better, actually. We definitely could have done better. I think so. For sure. I think we need a redo. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm just saying... Oh. Oh, you're just like being a quitter. All right, that's cool. That's all right. We can, we can go with that. I mean, sure. Sissy <laughs> <laughs> songs may break my bones, but hers will never hurt me. I, mean, I don't care if you call me a quitter. You ain't bringing back the little kitty at it, though. I am. I am. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I know we've drank a lot more than that before. Yeah, for sure. Although, like, on Friday, that one night that I went to bed, oh, <laughs> ma'am, unreal. Yeah. And Un- tequila, and I don't you know, tequila and me and shots and... But Saturday wasn't no better because you actually were the shot bully on Saturday. We only took two shots on Saturday. No. Yeah. It felt like full. It was only two. We had much more on Friday. Yeah. Because somebody else was the bully, not me. 
Okay, well, look. You know how y'all Leos do. Yeah, Abu was in town, and yeah, she was definitely the uh, the bad influence. Yes. It wasn't me this time. So if you're listening, just know it was you. And it should have been you, because I was actually with the shits. You see, when uh, I'm with the shits, you won't be with the shits. And when you be with the shits, I'll be I like, was with Whoa. the shits, but I got bored. Like, when I'm drunk, you got to keep my attention. I cannot be drinking as much as we drink, and then you leave baby in the corner by herself unentertained because <laughs> that's when I go to sleep <laughs> I'm like oh drunk and nothing to do <sighs> night night nigga. <laughs> speaking of babies I saw my cousin's mm-hmm. baby this weekend and Aww. he's so cute he's so cute he's so cute I yes, just baby. can't wait for him to get a little older though so I can make him bad because oh my, my cousin she you know when she when I used to ask her to watch Mara for me for two seconds, she'd be like, uh, "You said two seconds, bitch." <laughs> I'm counting. Yes, 120. <laughs> like, no, for real. Like, she clock starts now. <laughs> she was very, very like, I don't want to watch no kids. I'm not doing no babysitting. She'd be like, "You got one babysitting past a, uh, a year, and it's only for thirty minutes." And I would just be like, "But bitch, oh. I can't even go to the grocery store in thirty minutes. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about?" Right. So now that she has a son, I'm just like, oh my goodness, you're gonna have to change these diapers for a couple years, and then by the time you stop changing the diapers, he still won't be bad. And I can't wait. As soon as he can crawl a little bit, Mm-mm-mm. I'm gonna he's gonna be bad. That is messed and up. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna keep you away from my son because he already bad enough. No, he's not. He's adorable. Oh, okay. I like him. Oh, okay. Anyway, hey, listeners, <laughs> <laughs> how y'all doing? How was y'all week? <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> it was straight. <laughs> we love him too. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't. No, <laughs> he's right. a sour patch kid. He is, but he's so oh, cute. Cute and bad sour patch. First they sour, then they sweet. They was talking about him. So look. We are back this week with episode 11. Yes. We got any numerology meanings for 11 or it's just like uh, one and one. So it's like an instant- intensified one. No, because actually it is intensified one. Oh, what is it? What is it? Um, 11. Hold on. Actually, any number that's like, um, I, I'm going to sound dumb, y'all. Don't. But what's it called when it's like 11, 22, 33? Like, you know, when it's the same number. I know yeah. somebody's going to be like, these dumb bitches y'all dumb as hell but no 11 honestly it is like it's a really it's a it's an important significant number number. yeah it's a master number and represents inspiration illumination and spiritual enlightenment and that is actually amazing because because of what we talking about right god last week we talked about hair i think we Talk mostly about our own personal experiences, right? But we wanted to have a part two so we could discuss, so we could delve a little deeper into this the hair shenanigans. Definitely, because it's way more, way more to than our opinions right. when it comes to black hair and the experience and just everything, everything dealing with black people in our hair. So, welcome to Hair Teens Part Two. Dos. You like my accent? Dos. <laughs> Dos. I just want to say that the, the terminology I was looking for was double digit numbers and I think that's because I've been drinking 
So wait a minute, you was thinking double digit? I thought it was like some fancy number. It's like when it's a two and a two, a three and a three. No, like I, you literally was just eleven, twenty-two, thirty-three, forty-four. <laughs> but no, that's not considered a double digit because a double digit could be fourteen. It's two digits. Oh yeah, damn. So you good? I'm I'm sleep. <laughs> that's a hair. <laughs> Back to what we know. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess um when we were kind of wrapping up episode one we were um, kind of touching on like you had some articles and stuff that you was reading that kind of went more into like history and like hearing in the media talking about appropriation cultural appropriation all that I wouldn't say good stuff but all that stuff that um yeah how just black hair in general is always set trends that kind of been you know set trends the but then at the same time uh <laughs> <laughs> like demonized I guess so mm. let's have a little quick history lesson oh go ahead go ahead Madam C.J. Walker yes babe Look. she developed a line of hair care products for African Americans in the very very early 1900s mm-hmm. um, she actually revolutionized the press and curl that my getting our hair laid um, <laughs> she actually was the first female American, not black, just not white, not just the first female, female general, American honey. self-made millionaire. Okay. Get into that tea. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, for, for a while we've been trying to find a way to manage our hair, uh, mm. I guess. Or mm. I, I guess that's what I was Look, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep it politically nope. correct. You know? oh, so you're the politically correct one this week. We no, switching roles. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm about to say. Um, <laughs> they know. They know our personalities by now, Shay. They know. <laughs> Which is crazy because I mean, you're not that politically correct. I'm not. Even a friend said it, but mm-hmm. it's like I can tell you're holding back. Oh, it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hot comb. It was actually created in France in the 1800s, but like I said, Madam C.J. Walker is the one that got us hip to that present curl, okay? For shizzle. So, um, I was going to start with appropriation, but I don't know oh. if it's too soon to go So, there. look, let me jump in real quick because <laughs> I actually wanted to drop a little bit for our, because <laughs> I know you hate this, our non-black listeners. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep people up to speed so they're not listening like, dog, I don't know none of these black history facts. We did not celebrate black history month at our school. So therefore, I just want to, you know, let you kind of know a little timeline and stuff. Um, She did mention Madam C.J. Walker and how lit she was. First self-made female millionaire lit. But even before then, um, kind of just dealing with African-Americans or black huh? We wasn't African Americans at that point, but how about Africa? Let's go all the way back to Africa. <laughs> <Y'all don't. laughs> back when we was in our tribes chilling in Africa, um, early African civilizations, our hairstyles actually would indicate our family background, like what tribe we belong to, and our social status. And they kind of looked at it since, like, on your body, your hair being the closest location to the sky that was actually a conduit for spiritual interaction with God so we were serious honey we were serious about our hair from the beginning in the motherland you dig 
But um, during the, you know, slave trade, when we got brought over here against our will, um, we brought a lot of our cultures and stuff like that, even our combs, which was specially designed with that wide tooth. Because, honey, we're not using the fine tooth comb to get through our bush. So that was also <laughs> um, taken with them when they left Africa. And when slavery was abolished um, and black people were, let's air quotes, free, um, they kind of felt the pressure to fit into society. And so therefore, as a result, they adjusted their hair by trying to smooth it out and changing their hair texture to kind of fit in with this society that they're now trying to blend into. So then that kind of brings us to how it became such a big industry and a big thing where black hair started to blow up, like the whole hair industry. And that's when, you know, Madam CJ Walker came in and was like, let me show you how to do this, son. Like, I'm about to be in here. And uh, yeah, that's how it is. So I just wanted to give you a little backstory to catch you up to Madam CJ Walker for those of you guys who um, didn't really pay attention in school in February. Okay. That's that's the only month we have. Um, That's it, (laughs) man. I would like for you to put some of that information on a nice little chatty patty border so we can post it on our Instagram page. Because a lot of times when hairstyles and what's considered appropriation and things of that nature come about, Mm -hmm. people Uh say, well, a hairstyle is not appropriation. That's not a cultural thing. And I'm Mm. calling bullshit. Fascism. Um... (laughs) <laughs> there's there's very little things that we were able to take with us and you know to <laughs> our, our cultures culture. and our customs was that <laughs> and our hair is actually one of them it's a, like a big part so to, to to you know I get it anybody can wear their hair whatever way they want to but if somebody calls you on your bullshit please don't tell me that we can't claim a hairstyle we can't say a hairstyle it's a cultural thing when it fucking is. But I feel like with us, like, um, as um, Blacks, like, it's different because we've had, and like I was saying about in Africa, how our hairstyles actually had meanings. There were certain things to our hairstyles and how we wore our hair that was deeply ingrained in our culture and our rituals back in Africa. So to say, like, nah, we can wear our hair like that, that's just like saying, all right, well, we bought the wear this Native American war headdressing as a headband, and why can't it be a headband? Like, no, my G. Like, it's a part of tradition, cultures, and rituals, and, like, y'all not about to be using it like a gold chain. Like, please. Not even uh, just that, but there are articles about how cornrows were used as an escape map for slaves. Oh, wow. Yeah. Put me on to I didn't know that. So, That's right. I just need everybody to do their Googles before mm-hmm. they come for me, because it'd be me that's on the internet arguing <laughs> with people. Y'all gotta get the facts. Get the facts. Y'all gotta have them. Cause I you got know these them. trolls don't even care about damn facts on the internet. You know how I be on social media. They get one little sentence, and then they go and try to reel you in, and don't have nothing to back it up with their saying. So, Rachel Dolezal, Dolezal. I never knew how to pronounce her last name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, she changed her name to something African now. Oh, and she's sure. from Iowa or something. Matter of fact, I'm out Actually, I watched a documentary or something. I did. I feel like it was on Netflix. It was like... It was. I forgot what the name of it was. Like, it was a while ago, though. It was this year, I believe, but... um. 
Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> it's not sticking in my memory. It's I don't want to say the name wrong, so I'm gonna just spell it. She has when you Google her, it says also known as N K E C H I Amari Diallo. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what You'll she changed her name to. Be blessed, beloved, because I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> I'm gonna start with her. Oh, go ahead, Ben. Okay. You okay? Hold on, wait. Let me bring it back. You need a sip. Oh. She put on a wig. She put some weave in her hair and got a tan, and then just decided she was black. Yeah. But like, like, how that work? I'm so confused. Like when that whole situation was going on, like I literally had to look up and do some research because I was like, so is her daddy black? But then come to find out, like that dude wasn't even her real father. Like, she has two whole-ass white parents. I mean, from Iowa. I don't no. know if it's Iowa. I know it's one of the five states. The thing, the point <laughs> that I'm making, because I don't want to dig, I don't want to, like, get into that whole, like, her story. Right. I'm just saying. Her actions. Like, one of the key things that she did to change her appearance so that she could look more, quote-unquote, black is What's to change her hair? her hair. Right. So, when pe- again, I go back to that point when people are saying, that you can't claim a hairstyle or blah, say, blah, say, blah, but you have this whole ass white woman that literally just got like some folks. Yeah, I'm a nigga. And everybody right. bought it. Like, Child. that's crazy. For sure. So, your girl, Kim Kardashian, Uh-oh. and the rest of them. And the rest have, of them joints. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they have been called out on several occasions for getting cornrows and what did Kim Kardashian call them oh was it her or was it Kylie Jenner remember when one of them got cornrows and they didn't call them cornrows they called no them I missed that what they call them oh girl you got me doing my googles I didn't have all this pulled up and oh, ready what they call them fancy fancy braids or in and out twist interlocking hair like what, what, what else could you call it like I don't I don't know what else it could possibly be but I just thought it was funny that she did um, come out Fulani with that hairstyle. It was called what now? Fulani. Fugazi braids? What, 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 Fulani. <laughs> what are we <laughs> What are we talking about? What is that? What, is, what does that word even mean? Fulani? Um, I have to find exactly what she called them. And it may not have even been her. I think It might be somebody I, else like yeah, talking I, about them. She wore cornrows and then other people started calling them like something else something that you know like we call them cornrows and they've been cornrows forever right but all of a sudden when her and Kendall and Kylie wore them I was on they were cornrows honey I saw a clip from a news anchor that was talking about fashion and style and literally said this new style being yes. rocked and like was putting up pictures of bitches and cornrows. I said new style. Like, what about it is new? Because my cousin been wearing them styles forever. So I'm just trying to, conf- I'm confused because, like, I don't get it. And I'm not even gonna say mainstream because, honey, Brandy and Beyonce was rocking that on uh, braids in the beginning of their damn career. So I'm just trying to figure out when it became new. Brandy was wearing cornrows for all of the 90s and so, early 2000s. She literally she, just, took- she just, Look, she just let her scalp breathe. She just let it breathe. 
No, actually, because she got a weave now, so, no. So, although a lot of people like to jump on the Kardashian uh, hate wagon, mm-hmm. and I'm not a, a extreme fan of them myself. I actually but, like them. I know. I know. <laughs> but there was a lady named Bo Derek. Uh, she was popular popular actress in the 70s. She was in a movie called Ten. Never heard of it until yeah. I was looking this up. But she uh, actually appeared um, somewhere. She has cornrows with like beads at the end, and she, there's a picture of her like it looks. She's in a bathing suit. She's coming out of the water, mm-hmm. and so after that, um, a lot of other Caucasian women, of course, decided to copy the style. Mm-hmm. The issue with that is like that style, for instance, got praised while like. 10 years before then, Cicely Tyson actually mm. was on Jet Magazine, mm. which is Black-owned. She had cornrows in her on her cover, and everyone made it seem like that was such a bold statement. Like, like why is it bold for her, but it's but so innovative it's, when someone else of non-Black descent does it? And that's kind of been... I think the issue with, you know, moving now into the Kardashians, when like Khloe Kardashian posted a picture of herself, she had Bantu Nasa, she called it Bantu Babe, and everybody's just like loving it because, of course, it's Khloe Kardashian. But then. Child, Khloe is black. Like, oh, God, her father's black. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, if OJ. I'm no, I'm no. I'm sorry. All right. I'm thinking out loud. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> we don't know. He's not so concerned. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's still he's still out here. They could always get a get a DNA. Mm, they're not gonna do that. If they do, they're gonna keep it under wraps, but oh, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, it's just it's, it's interesting just, how it's just oh uh, we do it, and it's like uh, okay, wow. But when they do it. And by they, I mean any non-black. It's like so amazing. Like, oh, wow, this is revolutionary. Like, this is amazing. Like, how did you come up with this? It's like, bruh. Like, I I'm, I feel that we shouldn't be like, okay, nobody better not ever wear no braids. Like, only black people can wear cornrows. And, like, I'm running up on any non-black person that got them. Like, obviously, that's not how I feel. But I just feel like you can't just claim something and be like, oh, we started this or we making it lit when this has been going on for hundreds of years. Like, what do you mean? Like, like, yeah. I found out what they were called. They, the cornrows were being branded uh, for Kylie. They were being branded as birthday braids. And th- for Kim Kardashian, they were being branded, branded KKW signature braids or boxer braids that was the one that i heard boxer braids how I remember thinking, in the, the hell are boxer braids how in the hell could they be kkw branded like you did not create these fucking <laughs> hairstyles like i don't <sighs> yeah so amanda uh Stein- steinberg is that her last name steinberg you know the the hate you give the girl that said oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. so she had made a comment um about the Kardashians, I guess, as a whole, when Kylie was wearing her cornrows and everybody was branding it as the new it style, mm-hmm. and her her issue was, and I, okay, 
She says when you appropriate black features and culture but fail to use your position of power to help black Americans by directing attention towards your rigs instead of police brutality or racism. Mm. I feel like, you know, those two can be exclusive things. They don't have to all be the same. Um, I do have an issue, though. Like I said before, I see women wear their hair in cornrows and that is trendy and new but then like even last week you asked me like do I feel uncomfortable a certain way you know because my hair is locked in a professional setting Mm -hmm. but I see other people who lock their hair up you know of different races and I don't it's it just makes them look like they're free or for instance yeah there was a woman today uh she had like hot pink hair She's coming out of work. Oh. And, you know, with us, we could never. <laughs> Not ever. We would get called in like, is everything okay? Oh, yeah. It's really, it was really frustrating for me in California because a lot of the kids, their parents would let them, like, do the spray paint with, like, the green and the blue and stuff like that. And so Mara wanted to uh, get color in her hair. And I was just like, well... I'm not spraying that stuff in your hair. I don't, you know, I don't know right. what that is. That's probably right. you get out of CVS or something. Probably damage your daggone head, dry right. out, all type of stuff. But um, I ended up letting her get like individuals. And so I let them put like pink in it or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. And remember, that's when I was on Facebook and I was starting to people, kids and their mamas. Because mm. um, I think it was Jacob who called my daughter Shaniqua. Yes, I remember that whole thing. Like, I I wanted to giddy up and get on a plane, honey. But it's crazy because all of them have worn color in their hair. But, you know, as soon as my daughter, who honestly just wanted to fit in, everybody else around her had color in their hair. So she you wanted know, to do what was popping at the time. She wanted to do it. I right. let her. But she gets... That it's a negative connotation. That's what's frustrating. Like it's right. okay for y'all to put fucking hot pink dye in y'all hair. Y'all can go to work and get professional ass jobs. These people at my job got tattoos up and down their arms. I know when I was growing up, my father always told me I can get tattoos. I just gotta make sure they're in places no one can see. Yeah, exactly. That can be. Yeah, they can be hidden. Like they don't want it on your face, your neck, like that sort of thing. Like. You want to be able to wear your work clothes and it not be seen. But these days, honey, <laughs> everywhere. So, I mean, yeah. Um, so, moving back into the hair piece, I know um, I used to argue with a lot of random people on the internet about things like this. And mm-hmm. when I would try to argue why, you know, certain hairstyles are a cultural representation of us. Right. Um, the response would always be, well, if white women can wear cornrows, which is not ever what I said, but if white women can wear cornrows, black women, needs, they need to stop wearing blonde weaves. I just want y'all to know that blonde hair grows naturally out of some black black people's yep, Out of their scalp. It's not a color uh uh, the color of your hair is not a cultural thing. No. Blonde hair is not exclusive to so uh, non-black people, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's the ignorance, like that. Ugh, it just hurts your soul. It really fucking does. Like, and it's just coming from a place of ignorance. But I mean, it's just a quick 
It's just a quick Google search. People will spend all day, they will spend hours arguing with you about stuff that they know nothing about instead of taking five minutes to actually look up the facts and see if what the fuck you're saying is even valid. Like, I've noticed that, like, that is the time that we live in on social media that people are just, like, spewing out information that ain't even really real. Like, yeah. That's why I refuse to argue with people online because, yeah. What did Jay-Z say? Um, when you arguing with a fool from far away, niggas can't tell who's from who. Like, you both looking stupid. Like, I'm not going to argue with somebody that's obviously ignorant to black culture, dealing with um, hair and what it means and signifies. And they're just like, well, you need to start wearing blonde wigs. Bitch, please. Yeah. So, at one point, um, you know, not even at one point because it's still true now, but you know, um, it's a fact that finding jobs for black women with natural hair uh, becomes more difficult because those hairstyles don't necessarily conform to corporate grooming policies. Right. Um, And I know we briefly talked about uh you know how the US Supreme Court has basically said that you know jobs can basically deny you a job based on your appearance that includes your your dreadlocks. Um wild as hell to me. The military literally just started allowing braids and locks because they actually didn't allow it and it just I would say in the last couple of years got overturned. But since when did the military allow not allow braids? I, I knew locks, but I always thought because I've seen several with like um like the braids, like cornrows going back, it just can't touch your collar. So like if you got long as uh, braids, that's not going rock. But like if you got like the little braids going back and it's like in a bun or something like that, like I've seen a lot of military women rock that style. Unless they was just like on some fuck it, but like I've seen them in several several different branches. So um, I think that they actually no, it is just dreadlocks. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was um, you like cornrows too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, especially with men, because I I know like with my brothers. Oh, they might with... shut it down for men then. It might be like a, a no cornrows for men, because I know they'll get you to cut that hair real quick. As far as males, so maybe it was just the males. That couldn't do the cornrows and the locks. Even still, like um, the army, for instance, they mm-hmm. have specifications about the locks. They will be um, of uniform dimension, have a diameter <laughs> no greater than half inch. Oh wait, wait, wait! So you can have the locks, but they have to be a certain size, and they all have to be uniform. Like, so it can't be like the natural locks where you just like I'm not getting a retwisted type thing. It's like they have to be. What? <laughs> and not even just that, but under like in the past, it wasn't just it just it wasn't just uh locks, but they're actually I don't know how strictly it was enforced, but there was actually um a passage that said that uh that prohibited twists. It specifically said twisting two distinct strands of hair around another to create a twisted rope like appearance appearance is prohibited. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm going to say that maybe the military gets a pass depending on what your MOS is, like what your job is, because 
say you're in a battlefield and you out here with dreads, like, or you got long braids, like, it might not be in your best interest to have long hair because if you're in battle or maybe, like, if you're out in the field, like, hygiene-wise, like, sometimes they out in the field for weeks at a time. Like, I don't know. I'm going to play devil's advocate and say maybe in the military, depending on what you do, maybe they can kind of be restrictive of your hair and, like, if you got to be in uniform, like, that sort of thing. Whatever. But my problem is corporate America, where all my ass is doing is sitting at a damn desk. Like, what is the issue with telling somebody that they cannot get a freaking corporate job because your natural hair is this way? What does that have to do with my brain? What does that have to do with my skill set? Absolutely nothing. That's what kind of annoys me. I mean, but some civilians have more, I mean, you know, depending on what you do in the military, some civilians have more dangerous jobs than them. That's so true. to say that you, you know, and even if you're saying your hair has to be a certain length, mm-hmm. I mean, I can see that for a lot of jobs. Like if you're working on, like where I work, where people right. are fixing ships and things, right. I could see your hair having to be like tied up a certain way. For safety or, reasons. Yeah, or, right. you know, cut at a certain length. But to say that, basically that it doesn't fit grooming policies. Like, what is the grooming policy? And when they go, that goes back to America's beauty standards. Mm-hmm. It's coming from when, like, when I was talking about the whole timeline, when slaves, quote-unquote, became free, like, the pressure of having to conform to what, I'm just saying, what white people was putting out there is what's beautiful. Like, have your hair smooth, have it not coarse, and this quote-unquote good hair versus bad hair where the, the perception was, oh, um, you know, good hair is a smooth, silky, straight, but, like, not bad hair where it's curly, kinky, and coarse. Like, I remember being in elementary school, and it's so, like, taboo to talk about good hair versus bad hair now because there is no bad hair. It's just whatever the hell your natural state is. But, like, even as kids, like, oh, you got good hair. Oh, okay, you mixed. Like, oh, you got good hair. Oh, mm. Or a girl that, like, didn't have smooth hair. Mm, dog, she don't got good hair. Like, it's something that was ingrained in us of what the hell is good and what is bad like as an adult like it's hella ignorant good versus bad hair like i don't know i'm ranting but no but i mean i know like even last week when you were talking about your hair in my mind i was just like i mean obviously your ass got good hair if you can go and just get two touch-ups a year because i mean like i told you last week my ass can't do that eight weeks Okay, but I wouldn't even consider my hair good. I just it's a different texture. Like when you were talking about the numbers, like which I don't really understand, but like the one through four and the C and that sort of thing, it's just like my number is just different. But like that wouldn't categorize that. Okay, because your number is this number and yours might be higher. That it's good versus bad. Like and I used to feel that way. Like oh okay, oh the little Puerto Rican girl over there, all her hair. She got good hair. Oh, me, yeah, I got this little nappy joint when it get wet. Yeah, I got bad hair. But it's like, as an adult, I'm just like, "Mm." it's all a matter of preference. Because, honey, it's some women whose hair is nice and thick and looking like a lion's mane. And, honey, that is good hair to me. And then you got some people whose hair is straight, slinky, and stringy. And to me, it's bad hair because it looks a fucking mess. So it's all a matter of your opinion and your preference like I don't think there's like a good versus bad hair 
to me anymore. Okay. My opinion. And I get that. But when you're a little girl and you're looking around at what the stand- beauty standard is, mm-hmm. you feel differently. I know that I did personally as someone who wore their natural hair for years because my mom was not trying to let me get that burn. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm looking at my hair, and it's not even just, you know, the beauty standard in, in America. It's also in your home when your yeah. mom is combing your hair. She just snappy ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's why I have to be very aware of what I'm saying when I'm doing Amara's hair. Like I was saying last week, I put it on me like I can't do hair, right. so I'm frustrated. Um, and maybe that's why I feel the way I feel about my head that I got a perm slapped in my head since a young age, and she was like, I can't handle this. Like, you know, maybe subconsciously is giving me a negative, you know, view on, like, my natural hair and shit because niggas can't handle that shit. I mean, not that I feel that way now. Well, yeah, I guess I do because I don't, <laughs> don't want to go to my natural state. But <laughs> I, I just, yeah. Mm, that's deep. Have you looked at, um, on Google and did the little search for beautiful women and then did another one for ugly women? No. I know that was a big thing a couple of years ago. No. So I can only imagine. Go ahead. I can course. only imagine. <laughs> so when you go and you Google beautiful women and you click on images, mm-hmm. you see women like Scarlett Johansson and Blake Lively. <sighs> um, I don't know how to say her name, but the girl from Quantico. Oh, yeah. She's a Yeah. You see uh, Charlize Theron. Like, you get where I'm coming from. Right. Um, well, at least they had one kind of brown girl. Yeah, Not all the way brown. But. Yeah, I say it's on like the 10th row. <laughs> um, but, I mean, right now I've scrolled and I've seen four. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when you Google ugly women, Leslie Jones is <gasps> in that category. Yikes. Um, and I mean, these, the, the people they have here as ugly women actually have deformities so the fact that Leslie Jones and I'm not laughing at Leslie Jones I'm laughing at just the audacity yeah Lauren Hill is in this really? list yeah I think Lauren Hill is pretty uh T-Pain is on this list for ugly women <laughs> yeah <laughs> the shame um what? yeah so I mean who was this this is the Chick, she was, I can't remember what her name was, but she was on Being Mary Jane. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Going back to that standard of beauty, it's kind of hard to, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating for me. For I'm sure. trying not to be on my, <laughs> on my militant <laughs> shit. Um, but I think that that's also, and, and we can't change what society puts out there, but I think it would kind of us as parents, especially mothers, to just reinforce, like you said, how you kind of are cognizant on what you say um, when you're referring to like looks or I mean hair or whatever. Just like you know, not like oh my god, like this shit is annoying, like or something like that. To you know, kind of put it on yourself, like you know, I wish I was better equipped to know how to do this, or you know, you know, I need to learn how to do X, Y, and Z, and just kind of uplift our daughters to not make them feel like they have to look a certain kind of way like when my daughter was like mommy I want my hair straight down like yours and I'm just like no like your hair is lit like 
I, w- I wish I had your head. Like, I think your head's pretty. Like, you should keep it like that. You know, kind of just showing them that they're beautiful the way they are. They don't have to change anything, like, regardless of what they see. And I know that sounds so kumbaya and, like, it's easier said than done. But I think a lot of times if we just plant those little seeds, like, hopefully it'll, whenever they have, like, any little tinges of doubt or anything, they'll kind of remember, like, nah, my mom said I'm lit, so fuck that shit. Like, I'm cute. So... I did find what I was looking for. So mm-hmm. the army did ban cornrows. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. In 2014. Oh, that's um, recent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This shit was going to be Okay. Uh, yeah, they banned it in 2014. Cornrows, locks, all that. They basically, uh, specifically said that they were matted and they looked unkept. Um, obviously that didn't last long. A lot of people... I know um, niggas was in a fucking uproar. A lot of black people in the military probably lost their shit. Um, yep. March 2014, the U.S. Army issued a new policy that banned traditional black hairstyles, including cornrows, twists, and dreadlocks. The regulations even described these styles as unkept and matted. I basically, you know what? We about to stop enrolling in your fucking military, then I bet you change that shit then. How about that? Yes. So then that leads me to, uh... Maya and Deanna Cook, uh, two at the time, this was just last year, two Mm -hmm. 15 year old twins. Uh, they went to a charter school in Massachusetts and they Mm -hmm. got individuals and they were banned from going to prom because, whoa, 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 whoa. what? Yeah, because they were banned from prom as well as uh, attending school, like all school activities, uh, because their hair did not fall in line with uh, the school's policies. That include they were in track, they couldn't go to track, couldn't go to prom, none of that. That pisses me off because why the fuck does a school have a fucking policy on how you should look? It's one thing to have uniforms where you're like, alright, you're wearing these khakis and this damn collar shirt or like, you know, that sort of thing, but what the entire fuck does your hair have to do with you not being able to participate in stuff in school? Like, it's shit like that, like you can't, are you serious? Like that's crazy to me. So just some, um, just you know, I want to read some of the <clears throat> something from their policy. Uh, the policy prohibits, prohibits. This is the school that yes. they they went to. Okay. Uh huh. It prohibits drastic or unnatural hair colors or styles, and hairstyles that could be distracting to other students. That's one point, and I don't know what that means. Then that's it so says the. Um, it prohibits shaved lines or shaved sides as examples of drastic or unnatural hairstyles and so, hair more than two inch in thickness or height. So that falls in line with like black boys, you know, they like. I was just get- about to say, like the little bush and like their shots, their sides of their hair are shaved. Like the little, I don't know what they call them now, but the little temper tape or whatever they call them now. I don't know. But like, what, what the hell? Yeah, so obviously the school got back, you know, they got the backlash. The and most so backlash. They, they decided to suspend portions of their dress code for the rest of last school year, um, you know, in retaliation. But the fact that a, a school in 2017 still had those kinds of policies. Yeah, that's hella wild, crazy. bro. And like, then, they literally missed out on their prom because they had freaking individuals in their damn hair. Like, that's crazy to me. 
like it's crazy that they basically have to get like these uh organizations involved because honestly the policy sounds like it's targeted towards certain groups exactly especially two inches in thickness and blah come on bro you're doing the most like just say y'all black kids can't go (laughs) i mean just that's what it's boiling down to (laughs) so i want to open the door to the relaxed versus natural debate really quickly Mm -hmm. um I don't know if this is true or not. I have heard it, but basically um, people have argued, you know, that we will basically do whatever to fit into these beauty standards. So one of the arguments is that relaxers are potentially hazardous for us. Like those chemicals that we put in our hair, they could cause cancer. I actually did go and I didn't watch all of Good Hair, the documentary we were talking about Chris um, Rock. from Chris Rock last mm-hmm. week. But I did watch a little bit of it. And I I remember once I started watching it, like they were talking about relaxers are called creamy crack. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons is because, you know, crack is addicting. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's, they say it's not, well, crack is not good for you. They say relax. <laughs> I don't want y'all to Confused. Crack is straight. Crack That's is what the chatty patty said. <laughs> no, crack is like a word to Whitney. <laughs> but relaxers, you know, they say that it can, it could be damaging for us, and so we will go to. Some will say that you know we will go to the extreme just to fit in. Um, so I know last week you were asking me a lot about how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, being natural, but I want to know like how you feel, especially now when a lot of women are like pro natural. Does anybody ever look at you and try to pressure you into like being natural? Does anybody look at you funny like you ain't down because you got that creamy crack popping? Well, I can agree that it can stem from fitting in because like when I was talking about like the little um historical facts, like that's when we kind of started trying to smooth our hair out with the straightening combs and, you know, different tri- type of uh, oil treatments or whatever, you know, Madam CJ Walker got us with the press and curl to fit into society. So like, I can agree that that's the reason like we're going above and beyond to like fit in or whatever. And like, that's kind of where it stems from. As far as me personally speaking on me, like, I don't try to fit into anything like I'm literally such a plain Jane and I'm just it sounds bad. I'm just lazy and I'm, I've always been a tomboy like so I'm just not that chick that's going to spend a lot of time on my looks and so for me it's easier to just relax my hair because it's times where I literally don't have to wrap my hair and I could just wake up brush it in the morning and I'm good or I could if I have the you know the energy to wrap it and you know calm it down in the morning it's just easier for my routine at this point I don't think it's necessarily like a a self-hate thing where I you know I'm trying to fit into what the beauty standards are and oh straight hair is like lit like that's not it for me but I have had a lot of people that tried to talk me into going natural especially when I was pregnant, when I had gone um, without getting a perm for so long. And then a lot of people were like, well, if you're only getting two a year anyway, like you might, you shouldn't just get, a, get it anyway. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. At the end of the day, it's still my personal preference. And whether you pressure me to get a perm or pressure me to get, to be natural, like it's still my choice and my preference. But yeah, I've had a lot of people 
even try to use the whole good hair thing. Well, your hair is good. Like, it'll look nice natural. That's fine in your opinion. But with I, what I feel like dealing with and what I know I can handle in my schedule with having a husband, a full-time job, two kids, I'm not also going to add in a bigger routine for my hair that I know that I wouldn't be able to maintain. And there are some people... It's a lot of people that even close to me with natural hair, and it's beautiful. Like, they do, like, all the twist outs, all the, like, little styles, but I just personally don't have the energy and the care to put that effort in that I know being natural. And some people are like, oh, natural isn't a lot of work. Bullshit. It is. I have friends, and even if you want to take out the, the products and, like, how you were saying last week, if you just do the research and you can find your products so you don't have to do it to the money-wise, I know how my hair was looking when I was pregnant. <laughs> And it's going to take work to make it look where I'm comfortable and what I feel like looking like, if that makes sense. But yeah, at this point, to sum all of that rant up, I don't think it's for me getting perms to fit in. It's just better for me manage-wise, like managing my hair and my whole beauty routine, if you want to call it a beauty routine. Have you ever been asked um, if someone could touch your hair? Um, no, but I've had people touch my head without asking. Oh, what did you do? I, w- I kind of looked at them like they was crazy and was like, what? And, I- and I've had people ask me, was my hair real? Yeah. All the time. Like, I'm, I used to, it was crazy. It was like a point in high school where I actually was lying to people telling them that my hair was fake. Like, because I just, I just got, <sighs> So even our own people can be ignorant mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think just because I'm black, like you can't have longer hair naturally. Like, so I was just like, I'm an asshole. I've been an asshole since a kid. So people are like, is that your hair? And I'm like, no. Nah. And everybody for real, I'm like, no, nah, it's weed. Like, but it's, it lays so, and back then, like, weaves wasn't what they are now. So they wasn't laying flat back in the 90s, like, at least for the people that didn't have the money for it, we, I, the weeds wasn't laying flat. So I was just like, no, nah, it's not. It was like, oh, it looked real good. It looks so natural. I'm like, thank you. Appreciate that. And like people that have known me since elementary school are like, are, y'all, are you really listening to this bitch? Like, that is her damn hair. But I just, I, yeah, like our own people sometimes can just make you be like, girl, please. But yeah, I've been asked, Has, is my hair real? What you mix with? All type of stuff. Like I mix with a perm, dark and lovely, so <laughs> and coconut oil. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one of those things that's frustrating too. Like as if we can't grow this kind of hair out of our own heads. Like exactly. You know, it's, it's black hair. women whose locks <laughs> is down to their ass, and it comes out of their scalp. <laughs> it's not an extension, even though we have faux locks now. Oh, like wow, black this. women can grow their damn hair. Like why is this? Why is it this stigma that black women's hair doesn't grow? Like, no, our hair can grow. And it does. I just want to say that if you ask me to touch my hair, I'm cussing you the fuck out. Mm. I don't care if you black, white, Asian. Uh, I don't I don't care. Don't I'm like, I'm not a fucking pet at a zoo. Like, it's yeah, we're definitely hair. not in a damn museum. Like, I've never never been asked, but like, I've definitely had people just touch my hair. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> For word that's what we doing like it's yeah, so beautiful if like i saw you like when you had braids this summer if i went up and like yes bitch and i touch your hair you know i mean but like, we are close I'm, I'm talking about like full out strangers right. like i might have said hello to you 
I've had an older black woman break her head through my head. Like I had just came from the damn salon and was like probably in a store or something. I don't remember. She was like, oh, your hair is so nice. And like really raked her finger through my curls. And what if I wanted my curl to stay the same way it was? Now you didn't break out my damn curl. So I'm just like, man, what the fuck is up with personal space these days that you just walking up to me? But I wasn't rude because I respect my elders. But I was just like, man, (laughs) it's so beautiful. I wanted to be like, auntie, please stop. So two years ago in uh, Trumpville, California. Dog, I'm so glad you out of there. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I sat with this woman who I didn't know if she was trying my patience or she really was just fucking dumb. <laughs> because this lady would ask me the most offensive shit or she would make these offhanded ass comments. So... You said she worked with you, or you just we, ran into her? Well, no, we we shared an office. Oh, okay, 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 your office name. Yeah, so one day, I come in the office, and she starts talking about this girl that helps her with her horses on her ranch, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, I think she's trying to get locks or something. She hasn't washed her hair in, like, three weeks. Bitch, what? So I turned around... <laughs> And was I she saying to you or she was just saying out loud like who was she talking to she was to? telling me the story about the girl who didn't oh, wash her was, hair for three oh weeks. she was telling you oh, but I think she was telling me like so you can relate so I turned around and I was like mm. what and she was like yeah such and such she hasn't washed her hair in like three weeks so it's getting kind of like stringy and clumping together so I don't know if she's trying to get locks or what but yeah, I mean, I guess that's what you do. So and she's I'm... equating locks to dirty hair, pretty much. Exactly. So <sighs> I kept it very cute out there because it was such a small town and they were very, very uh, racist. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, so, but that day, I had time. Yeah. <laughs> I had all the time. Let I me educate you, Susie. I whole ass lesson on locks. Like, I don't know what y'all have to do to lock y'all hair up, but this shit gets washed on the rag. I don't right. know nothing about nothing. And the thing is, I do know I have a friend mm-hmm. who did not wash his hair when he was starting his locks. And I used to tell him all the time, that's fucking nasty. Yeah, like, I know. It's, it's going to start smelling after a while. All that built up oil and dirt and sweat, it's going to stink. Some people used to think if, and I mean, it's still true when you're starting off with your locks, you don't want to manipulate them too much. You don't want to do too much moving, um, especially depending on the kind of hair you have. All right. That nigga got 4C hair. <laughs> His hair it's wasn't going to, it was, yes, he was good. <laughs> you're good, my G. You're but good. But <laughs> even just that, I was like, I know when I was starting because I was like, oh, I don't want to mess up my locks. I would put on like a fishnet like a tight fishnet stocking thing uh-huh. and I will put um, I would shampoo my hair that way so that like the soap and stuff could get in there but it and wasn't... it's still cleaning your scalp you know what I mean yes but I don't know what this lady was on um, she asked me if I was voting for fucking Ben Carson when that <sighs> nigga was talking about he was running for president and I, and I was like <sighs> why? it's just little comments like that you just like bitch either you really trying me or you hella ignorant like hella ignorant it's like i try to give people the benefit of the doubt and be like maybe this is coming from a place of ignorance especially since that place was so small and they were so racist you 
joking but serious you probably were like a zoo animal to them they have probably never been so close to a real ass black woman that's natural and gonna tell it how it is they probably just like wow like look at her (laughs) like i just want to ask her all the questions i want to touch her head like i need to know everything she used to try me every day i just (laughs) this was the same one no lies she came in the office one day and she was just like i had to poop so bad and all the stalls were used so i had to poop in the stall where the where the toilet gets stopped up and so my poop was just floating at the top and like I'm it like, why the fuck would I want to know this? Seven o'clock in the whole ass morning. You oversharing ass drink? Eating breakfast, and she came in, did not say hi. Like, legit started Talking off about with just her, her turds in the toilet. And like, I was man. like, I don't even talk to my family about <laughs> the in depth like poop. this. I, I don't like it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, dang. I just lost my train of thought. I feel like Joe Budden. Shit. I was right um, there. <laughs> talking about the lady at your desk trying you every day. She was a hot ass mess. Yeah. Damn. It's gonna <laughs> You're gonna now... catch it when we go to the next point. So while I'm here, because mm-hmm. maybe it'll kick in, but um Zendaya, when she wore the faux locks mm-hmm. at some awards show back in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember they did like the fashion police show. I think they still do that. I'm not sure. But um, comments were made about how basically her hair smells like weed. <laughs> so, uh, I True. <laughs> yeah. Because she has locks and it must smell like weed. She must be hanging with the Jamaican. The crazy the thing Rastas. is so I hear stuff like that all the time. Like when I was dating that one guy when I wanted to lock my hair mm-hmm. and he was saying he would prefer me to just keep my hair the way it was. Yeah. He said as well, like, you know, girls that have dreads, they just look dingier. So That's so ignorant. That's not true. But it's not that's I'm just putting it out there because it's not just you know It's just not non blacks. And I caught my point. See how we talk through that Zendaya thing. Black women and working out. And hair. Mm. <laughs> Lord, I want to test if I had to shake my head at everything. <laughs> Baby. So what so what you do? What's your process? I don't work out. Fuck you mean? What's my process? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody sweating out my goddamn prayer. You got me fucked up. Like, nah, but for real, like it is stressful because I know it's even worse for natural women. Like <sighs> let me breathe. It is really stressful to go and have a like first of all my hair is in a tight bun like it's nothing is out we're not having no hair on my neck it's not gonna be straight down it's not gonna be half up half down it's going to be in a tight bun preferably a higher bun so it does not touch my neck so therefore and and if i can i usually put like i had like two or three like little headbands like a hot pink one a black one and a blue one to match my workout clothes and i would try to put those on my edges to keep those laid down because i'm not going to wear scarves to the gym i just have i can't oh so yeah i just eh, i don't like going out of the house with scarves on like i don't know like my mom used to be and this is another thing growing up like my mom gave no friggity fucks about who the fuck saw her in her rollers and her goddamn scarf we would go to 7-eleven to play her numbers and she would have a whole fucking thing of rollers and it used to piss me the fuck off she would just be like i just rolled up my hair 
and I'm not taking out all my rollers just to go to the store and come back. I'm like, well, you definitely should have went to the store before you rolled your hair up. Like, I knew you knew you was going to roll your hair up. So, like, <laughs> what the fuck? So, I don't know. Subconsciously, maybe I'm just like, I don't want to be Mama Dice, so maybe I need to, like, yeah, but I'm not really going out the house um, with no damn scarf on. Well, I mean, so, you don't have to go out the house, but when you get to the gym or wherever you're going to go, you don't put a scarf on, girl? No, headband. Girl, like I, I had a um, you know, like the old school everything. Tupac joints. I've worn that before, but just around my edges. But I've never like wrapped up my whole hair. Like I'll put my hair up in a bun, and then like mainly, I just want to make sure that my edges are laying down because the more you sweat and that moisture and the humidity, no. So it is a struggle. I actually saw years ago that what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? The one that's married to um, Boris Kojo. Is her name like Nicole, Nicole Irie Parker? Yes, or her pretty self. She came out with a actual like line of different things for black hair for working out because she's really into working out and stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, like she has different products and it's like um, like different scarves and like. I don't want to say bonnets, but it's like a kind of like a cap that is breathable, but you can still like wrap your hair and like lay it down type thing. I never bought one because back then I wasn't working out either. So I'm just like, oh, that's lit. That's a nice idea. But yeah, for me, it's a struggle because I get off the like, I mean, let me let me rephrase listeners. It's not a struggle because I don't work out. But <laughs> <laughs> when I was going to the gym and trying to work out, like it's like you for me, like, I would low-key sometimes hold back because I'm like, don't want to sweat too much, but a blessing. Thank you, God, because he knows I'm lazy. I am not a big sweater, so it takes a lot for me to, like, profusely sweat. So even when I have a hard workout, like when I used to do Zumba with me in the base, like, I would glisten. And I'm not trying to be funny, I swear. Like, I'm really not one of those sweaters that's going to sweat through, like, a whole shirt. I sweat. And I'm not, like, I I might have, like, the between boob sweat, under boob sweat, but, like, I'm not going to be dripping sweat from my face. Like, I literally would have to be, like, running miles in the desert, which that would never happen. So, like, yeah, I'm just, yeah. Even when I was smaller, I I would sweat. So, like, for me, and this has been with every cycle, every cycle, I guess, transition of my hair, whatever the case may be, when it was relaxed, when it Mm -hmm. was just natural and out, now with locks. I have on like two to three things on my head. Like I got <laughs> something to hold down my edges, and then um, because I don't like now, I don't like when my locks like kind of get in the way. I don't mm-hmm. even want the ponytail like it's in a ponytail to get in the way. So I'll put down like the little headband, um, Velcro piece around my edges. Then I'll take the scarf and tie up the ponytail piece. If so my hair is down. If my hair's in curls, I'm wearing a bonnet to the gym and I dare somebody to judge me because I need my curls to pop and would you rather I stay fat or for these curls to, you know? <laughs> um, Samesies, when I was natural and, and relaxed, like, I don't care. I actually went to Wingstop a few weeks ago with rollers in my head, though, because mm. I was going to be under the drive for a couple of hours and I got hungry. It actually was, like, out of the blue, I got hungry and there was nothing in the house and it was just like, oh. Mar don't be caring? She don't say nothing? She was asleep. So, CPS, don't come get me, but... I mean, she... Yeah. I definitely went out. Oh, and for our non-Black listeners, edges are very important to African-American women. So, I know we have talked about edges a lot. It is very important to us, and it's near and dear to our souls and our hair. And our edges are exactly what it is. The edges of our hairline, where some have baby hair and some just 
where your hair starts because not everybody has baby hair. But yeah, edges, black edges matter. Oh, we need to coin that. Black edges matter. I think that hair matters to all women, though. Like, yeah, all cultures. Yeah, I'm sure. like, it's like a huge thing. Um, on movies. So, have you ever seen the crafts? The craft, yeah. With mm-hmm. The witches. Yeah. Do you remember when Marsha, Marsha, Marsha was talking that shit, and then the black witch <laughs> put the little hex on her, and then her yeah. motherfucking hair started falling out? My issue. Humbled her ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. That hair. It's serious. Like, definitely hair is important when it comes to beauty to any race, any culture. Um, it's just what is your ideal of beauty? What do you think is beautiful? You like know, in the Bible, mm-hmm. they talk about... Quoting the Bible. Look at us growing out here. <laughs> baby! Illumination. You did say that. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> they even talk about, like, a woman's hair is her crown. Mm-hmm. Um, I bring this up only because these niggas, when I was out here dating and single, you know, a, a lot of men like to inflict, you know, put their opinions on you about what you want to do with your hair. And I had cut my hair because it was damaged and I had to cut it. Mm-hmm. And someone actually tried to hit me with the with the Bible scripture. That's really how I know about this particular scripture uh-huh. because he was just like, you know, that's your crown. And in the Bible, it talks about, you know, long hair. A, a woman is supposed to have long hair while a man is supposed to have short hair. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm sure Jesus don't want me to have no edges just to have long <laughs> hair for you. So I'm Ma'am. Gonna have to, no, for real, my hair was damaged. But then it was like, you know how people do. They like to pick and choose what they want to pick and choose out that book. They will so, pick the scripture that's convenient to their current situation. But that's topic. a whole nother topic. Mm-hmm. That's a word. <laughs> but they talk about that. And then, um, you know, he he even talked about the whole, like, men shouldn't be out here with hair because it's emasculating like he was a whole tip quoting the bible ain't that something (laughs) Mm, mm, but yeah mm. the contradiction so i mean it's i wouldn't say to me my hair is i don't know if i look at it like it's my crown but it's my it's my hard work that's paying off because i can't say healthy my hair if it is not to my liking it definitely would affect my mood and how I feel like as far as confidence wise like if I need my hair done I'm looking like or at least I'm feeling like I'm looking like a bum but when it's washed and it gets blown out and it's like laid I'm literally feeling like a brand new woman and I can have on the same damn work outfit or the same damn outfit on the weekend that I had when my hair wasn't late and I would feel like more little sitting a little bit straight. I think the same with men when they get their hair cuts, when when men need a little shape up versus when, your when they straight. Child, look, you can't Drake tell my husband. You cannot <laughs> tell my husband nothing when he comes from the barbershop. Look. I can't. <laughs> he be in this thing. He turned light skin instantly when you get a haircut. Their beards are like a huge thing for the men these days. It's yes. not just their haircut anymore. They got to get that beard cut a certain way. And they have like certain like different butters and, and rituals to keep it soft. And like, it's like a whole thing. 
like literally like they're taking care of their beards like as if black women are taking care of the hair on their scalp like literally they're in this thing so i'm not mad at that because i mean we've been married for forever now mm-hmm. i uh have only been married for three years so <laughs> you know i was out here and Shut up. when you're getting certain services <laughs> and someone's beard is rough I'm saying you wish they had some 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 beard butter okay Look, where's your beard butter baby All BBB right. beard butter baby <laughs> I'm just saying Oh, oh my goodness. Beard butter matters. We right. Get all this shit on Hashtag beard butter matters. <laughs> we need we about to come out with some teas and some nail yeah and y'all won't support us. Because we're gonna have all the lit slogans on our stuff. You she just don't watch like getting scratched up. I'm sorry, that ain't Mm-mm. cute. No, not at all. So go ahead, y'all fellas, keep getting that moisturized, okay? Go ahead, get it nice and washed, shampoo, conditioner, and beard butter it for the moisturizer. Anything for tea time? Anything for tea time? What happened this week? Um, I mean, we were talking about Candace. I mean, I know you're only with her. Like, I mean, she's funny though. Yeah, I watched the uncensored on. What does that come on? Not BET. That's not BET. TV One. Okay, I know it was a black station. So, um, yeah, like I knew that K Michelle kind of went through a lot of stuff, but it was a lot of stuff she talked about that. Honey, I did not know that she went. Like, I knew the myth hits thing, like, when she was dating him and, like, the alleged abuse, like, because he um, beat the shit out of her. But, um, I did not know, and you gotta watch it. I know you don't like her or care for her, but you gotta watch it because it's how she talked about it. But basically, she said that, and I quote, R. Kelly saved her. Who? <laughs> Robert Kelly. No. <laughs> she's yeah, she said that. So apparently, like he was like a mentor to her, and she said that he pretty much taught her everything that she knew about being an artist when it came to writing. And like she really he helped her in that aspect. Mm. But then she also was throwing in some stuff that made my eyebrows raise because she was just like she felt trapped in that house in the r kelly house ma'am i mean and then join the club (laughs) (laughs) but then she went on to say that she would never be the one to bring a man down or i'm paraphrasing that part but that's basically what she was like it's not in her to like bash a man or bring him down but what she will say is she said parents watch your children and keep them close I said what the fuck was she going like was she a part of the damn sex slaves in R. Kelly's house and she's like sending SOS signals to let us know I said look this is some tea that I did not know about K. Michelle I swear I was sitting there with my eyebrows up like what the entire fuck so she went from misfits to R. Kelly as far as Robert is concerned so my cousin, the one I was saying that I have um, hair envy, mm-hmm. um, she's from Chicago. Like my grandmother, her side of family, they're all from Chicago. Uh-huh. And my cousin literally had a whole thread with her and her friends about how when they were in high school, she's older. So mm-hmm. I think 
my cousin just turned 40. So in the 90s, in the early 90s or whatever, um, when she was in high school, all of her friends talked about how Robert used to come and hang around their school and mm-hmm. try to pick them up. This ain't, this shit ain't new. Like, I mean, but it's not new because, like, look at his patterns. He's always, besides the, did he marry her, Andrea? Yeah, Andrea? he did. Besides Drea, when has he dated somebody that was in his age range? Not ever. Right. So it's like, this is his pattern. Like, we should not even be shocked. But I was just shocked because I didn't know Kate Michelle. I don't, I don't recall, not that I follow her or her interviews and stuff like that. I'm not a stan of Kate Michelle. But I don't think I've ever remember her on all the Love and Hip Hop ever mentioning anything about R. Kelly. Oh, no. I, I remember her mentioning, like, him being involved in her career in her career in some way i never because heard she her mentioned say. that she was signed to myth hits and then when they got in a relationship against the labels like once um long story short when the relationship got real volatile or whatever they split up and they wish the label was trying to figure out what to do with her and r kelly stepped in and was like look me and her are cool like i mentor her i understand her creative process let me take over her project and pretty much he got her out of that situation with being under Memphis and that's why I guess that's why she was like he saved me but it's just like those words R. Kelly saved me and then in the same breath and interview you're like um I felt felt trapped in the house like (laughs) why so is R. Kelly canceled for you R. Kelly canceled as far as what like am I not listening to Chocolate Factory no more I mean, because it definitely came up in the Apple uh, suggested <laughs> albums and I hit play. So, so R. Kelly's not canceled. I mean, like, I'm not fucking with him. Like, I'm not about to go to the R. Kelly concert and be like, oh, he is like everything. But like, I still listen to his music. I mean, so speak- I still listen to Kanye music. Okay, and so he that's out where I was going. Cooning and buffooning. That's where I was headed. So <laughs> Kanye's not canceled. I still listen to his music. But like like I said, I'm not not that I was going to Kanye um concerts anyway, but yeah, I'll listen to your music. I mean I'm paying for this streaming anyway. Like fuck it. Yeah. Kanye gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I know sorry. how you feel about him. I've I listen, I've been off of the Kanye uh train for a while. Even before this shit. Yeah. Like even before the Trump shit, you was not fucking with him. Right. So I'm just like to see everybody just act so confused. It's like what? Y'all didn't see this? Cause he been acting crazy and I'm going to keep saying it and I'm not making excuses. Kanye has not been right since his mom passed. Like, I don't know he if he didn't deal with it properly. Now he got the Kardashians over him. So he's brilliant in some place. I don't know, but he's not been the same since his mother passed. He don't have, I don't, I don't know what his aunts and cousins are doing. Or maybe he's just staying away. Maybe it's not them. He's just being distant. Even though I was watching the interview with Chance the Rapper, and he was like saying that. Um, did you watch that? What Chance and um, I listened to it. All right, I'll watch it on YouTube. And for some reason, okay, I'm not getting into that. That's a whole other <laughs> topic. But anyway, so and he was saying how he's got a play. He's getting a place in um, Chicago, and he's not going to be leaving, and all this other stuff, and. For one second, like a millisecond, not even a whole second, I had hope that, like, okay, maybe if he's putting himself around, like, these real people, they're going to slap some fucking censor to him and be like, look, you're fucking up, like, X, Y, Z, like, yeah, and no, and then right afterwards, he has this White House thing, which, 
this is a whole nother topic and we probably have to discuss it on another episode or offline or whatever like I actually saw this really interesting post where it was like a hotel guy that was like looking into the whole shenanigans of Kanye but from like a different perspective and it made a lot of sense but I was like mm, he could be trolling so like I don't know but like in a nutshell, I'm trying to figure out how I can wrap this up really, really quickly. In a nutshell, they was like, um, how they were saying that Kanye was trolling, and then it was like, you know, he's just ignorant. Basically, they said that there were a lot of clips in that uh, interview at the White House that was cut out um, of stuff that he was saying, and basically, he said that Kanye pretty much trolled them because he was quoting a lot of stuff from the book Art of War, and basically, you know, to get power you got to bring your enemies closer and like bring their defenses down blah blah in a nutshell um they said a lot of stuff that Kanye was saying even though he was shucking and jiving with oh you make me feel like a superhero there was a lot of stuff that he was saying in front of people that he would have never had the chance to say dealing with some stuff that black people were dealing with on that platform with all the media watching in the damn White House if he wouldn't have had the antics that he had. So they was like, yeah, he looking like some shit, but he's playing chess and not checkers. Like, I'm really summing it up really, really basic right now, but it kind of went deeper into it. And I was like, mm, that's an interesting perspective. But, like, at the, the optics, you looking like a coon and a buffoon out this joint. Like, so I pray that it's a deeper meaning, but right now it don't seem like it. It seems like you're just in a sunken place and you just, like, out here, like, being embarrassing like T.I. wasn't with his shit he had this long ass post and I, I was saw. like with it and he summed it up real good he's just like look nigga I'm done <laughs> like I've tried to wait and see what the bigger picture was he was like you know I jumped the gun with the whole little Wayne thing so I tried to sit back and see and nah nigga I'm done <laughs> like yeah, before this year Kanye was cancelled like I'm not fucking with his new music but I still rock with his old music mm-hmm. Kanye is cancelled all the way way around i'm good off him i don't believe none of that i feel like whoever the fuck wrote whatever the fuck is a kanye fan and i'm gonna have to tag you in it i'm gonna find Mm -hmm. it don't tag me and i well just so you can read the different perspective i'm not gonna read it i'm good well listeners email me if you want to hear it and i can tag y'all in that because i'm good love and joy i don't (laughs) want to read about the kardashians i don't want to read about kanye west it's a it's a couple of people I got on my list of just like if Trace I see songs. that name oh god what's that <laughs> listeners you gonna mm. know please don't bring up Trey songs around Shay uh, that made me itchy okay look this has been episode not as one so let's wrap this thing on up yep that's all I have anything bad you want to release from the last week. Um, let's release my my son's bad attitude. Let's release that. Um, listeners, if you have any suggestions on how to get a almost two year old together, um, so free. Terrible twos. He's not two yet. He's about to be. He's he's practicing. He's pre-gaming. He's pre-gaming for twos. (laughs) He's definitely pre-gaming for twos and already lit off the pre-game. This man at football Sunday uh, my best friend's mother-in-law was there and my almost two-year-old son was mugging her he raised her hand like raised his hand like he was going to hit her 
And she was just like, I don't know what I did to you, but why are you trying to abuse me? Like, you know, making it real cute. Then he tried to throw a toy truck at her. Then he went to another kid and the kid tried to take a toy from him and he literally tried to spit on him. So, and then today, as I said earlier in the podcast, I dropped my son off at my parents' house so that I can get a moment to get myself together. My mom definitely called me and told me she had to gather my son because he also had tried to spit on my mother. So I need suggestions because this is my first son and this boy is running me crazy and he hasn't even hit two yet. So yes, I'm trying to release his bad attitude and how much stress it is bringing upon me the end that's what i'm releasing this week my son i'm releasing procrastination and Mm. lack the lack of motivation that i have um i do well for on on most things for two or three days and then the rest of the week i'm just like oh monday um (laughs) so i just want to i want to release that like i want to I got I got me a little personal trainer so that yeah. I can be held accountable. And, you know, she is into holistic methods, which falls right on in line with the shit that I be on. She's also <laughs> vegan. So she's going to help me with, like, vegan recipes that not just I like, but my family likes. Um, it makes it a lot easier when, like, everybody's on board. Yeah. Because it's not like you don't have to cook two dinners or, like, get them some something else. And then you kind of be tempted to be like, fuck it, I'm going to just eat the Chipotle. Yeah, yeah it's discouraging when you come home after working all day and then you cook something for your family out of love and they don't even want it because it's vegan. Mm. So, what kind of cheese is this? Yeah. It just sucks. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to release that. That's what's up. Was something good that you want to happen in the next week or do you got some goals? So I want to bring in weight loss and pounds leaving my body. (laughs) I actually went and bought a whole rack of vegetables and healthy food and I um, did my meal prep for the week. So I am already lined up to do better. Let's just hope I don't say fuck it one of those days and go eat out. But I am going to try to have the self-control to eat what I bought and um, stick to it. And hopefully I'll have some pounds leaving my body the next time I talk to you guys. I am still not um, entering the gym yet. (laughs) Um, Baby steps, people. Baby steps. I was just talking about my edges and motivation. So once I figure that out, then maybe we'll add the gym. But yeah, I want a baby. So JT, when you get home after this weekend, yes. Oh. After I, I mean, I've been saying I wanted a baby, but like this weekend was really like, oh my god, holding this newborn. Cause it was like riding a bike. Like I saw him, and I was just like holding him. Like, oh, this is what you know. Mar is eleven, but like I was just like babies. Like this is what we do. We feed them every couple hours. We change them. I don't know. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my son with you and I guarantee you'll change your mind because you might not get. No, I already said that that would not work because I don't think that he's bad. I think you don't think he's bad because you get to leave. I don't think he's bad because I think he's one and he's about to turn two. Like, okay. Did Mar act like that when she was one or two? Because Kylie didn't. 
no, not like that. But I, she, <laughs> no, no, I feel not like, like that. <laughs> no, because my father has even said the same thing. Like raising boys and girls are different. And so the boys start off a little rough around the edges, but they kind of mellow out. While the girls start off mellow, but then they start getting sassy and shit as they get older. So I just kind of look at it like he's a boy. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. So, anywho, JT, when you get home, I just want to, I mean, I've been saying this, like, every episode since you've been gone. I want to hump, and I do want to hump for the fun. As soon as this man gets home, she's going to cue, bust it down, yes. bust it down. But I want a baby, so, like, mm. I'm, I've got ovulation so, sticks. And... Now, she, she asking for you to shoot up the club, JT. Jesus. All right. Yes. So, that's what I'm. That's the good energy that I'm putting out in the world. I feel like me holding Caden gave me baby juice. And then all I need is JT's juice. And then... Oh, I'm about to throw up. And then we can make babies. All right, so this is episode 11. JT juice. Um, oh, my gosh. That's disgusting. Hashtag JT juice. That's disgusting. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Episode 11, Hair Tings Part 2. We thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, The Chatty Patties, and go to our website, www.thechattypatties.com. Hit us up on email um, if you can tell me how to tame my child or if you have any suggestions or feedback, let us know. We've began a lot of DMs and hitting us up that we're doing an awesome job, and we thank you for the feedback. We love you guys for listening to us every week, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> can you hear me? Yep. <laughs> I think I need another earphone because I'm hearing this tapping noise in my ear. Are you hearing that? No. Okay. We're not recording. Oh, we definitely are. <laughs>